0: Welcome! You are listening to the BZ PowerCast, episode 40. And as always, I'm your host, Black6. Thank you all for downloading the show. This month, we start off by talking to Kohaku about New York Comic Con. This was the first of those events that LEGO had a large presence at. After that, Holly Husky comes on for this month's staff interview. And then we continue by talking about another convention, this time BrickCon, taking place in Seattle, Washington, where XDCJ and Kakaru were in attendance. There's a lot of fun stuff to talk about, and I hope you'll enjoy it. Here we go. So, joining me now is Bloggy Kohaku to talk about New York Comic Con, which took place earlier this month. How's it going, Joe? Pretty good. So, uh, LEGO had their largest presence yet at uh, New York Comic Con. Uh, In the past, they've done a lot of stuff at San Diego, but this year they've decided to take it to the East Coast, uh, which is pretty cool for those of us out here. And they made a few big announcements, I think the biggest of which was that they have picked up the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles license with Nickelodeon. Um, Pretty awesome. They also announced uh, some of the sets for the upcoming Hobbit movie and some of next year's superhero sets. So all, uh, all in all some pretty nice, you know, Comic tie-ins and uh, other, you know, movie and stuff. Definitely appropriate for the show. And uh, seemed like a pretty jam-packed event. So you are there. So why don't you tell us about what it was like to be on the ground floor.
1: Um, very busy. <laughs> the New York Comic Con this year was, I think, probably the busiest year I've seen it. Thursday was the least busiest. That's when they debuted the um, Ninja Turtle set. And announced that they had the license. Um, Thursday was open only to people who had like the four day passes, press, VIP. So there was a lot less people on the ground floor. Mm -hmm. And quite frankly, it was a bit nicer that day. (laughs) (laughs) You could actually get around. Um, Went through the entire Lego booth. They had on certain walls, you could basically put stuff together, you know, you could build whatever you wanted.
0: Like a a little mosaic kind of thing, or?
1: Um, That was separate. This was basically on walls of like their booth. Um, You could basically put whatever the heck you wanted on them. Okay, so you could like build out of the wall and up and do whatever. Some people made some crazy things. Um, There were a few video game references, and even like one of the lugs had their own logo built up onto it.
0: Yeah, I heard that um, iLug New York had uh, a pretty big presence there. They had like a display set up and stuff.
1: Yes, apparently they had a display in one of the panel rooms. Unfortunately, I only found out about it with about an hour to go on Sunday. <laughs> oh. So I didn't actually have a chance to go check that out.
0: Yeah, someone needs to advertise that stuff better. Well, yeah, I, you know, I, don't, I wouldn't expect to see a fan display at an event like Comic-Con like that. doesn't quite seem like it's it's the right venue, but uh, it's cool that they got in there and did that though
1: it is um they had Legos for purchase, they had the exclusive Star Wars set when I first heard about it. I thought about getting it to review, but then I found out that it was forty dollars, so that kind of wasn't gonna happen
0: yeah, and that was the the land speeder right yes, it's like a it's not even a full all right it's not even a full size Speeder though it's just a kind of like a mini set, yes, yeah, I'm not sure. Why? Uh, I, can't, why people I can't justify want
1: that. forty dollars for something like that. I'll be honest. No, and when, when like Those it Lego was months.
0: right. I mean, even for Lego Star Wars, which is always expensive, a set like that like would retail for you know maybe maybe ten bucks. You know, yep. or I guess with some of their prices, probably like $12, 13 now. But still, forty is is absurd.
1: They had some of their um, large life size models on display, like a giant Hulk made out of Lego. I actually joked with Jim Fools a bit on it because he was there. Someone had managed to get a small orange piece onto one of Hulk's arms. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. All right, so uh, what, what was some of the other LEGO stuff that you saw, honey?
1: They had Gandalf and Frodo made out of LEGO. Sweet. Hopefully by the time this is up, there should be an article on it, so you should have all been able to check that out with plenty of pictures.
0: Right, yeah, thanks a lot for uh, taking all of those pictures and putting that together for us so we can... Uh, Show the, the other members of the site what, uh, what they missed out on.
1: Um, including pictures of that Ninja Turtle set. Um, they actually had a display where they displayed a set each day. I didn't know that, so unfortunately I don't have that many Ninja Turtle pictures posted. Because <laughs> I was expecting that they would, oh hey, one new set, you know. That's normally what they announce. Right, but they
0: kept, uh, kept cycling it through. Yes. So um, how about the other uh, Lord of the Rings
1: stuff that you saw? How was that? Um, they had the Lord of the Rings Hobbit game there. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't play it myself, but I got some pictures of the board and all that for anyone who wants to check it out. Looked like fun, but it's looked like a lot of the other Lego games that we've seen thus far. The big thing, though, was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They also had a um, mosaic where you could build like a small square of it each day.
0: Right, and they would they would hammer it back up on the the main uh, display, and by the end, you yep. know, you have the the whole thing.
1: It looked great. I'll be honest.
0: Uh, what about the other any other superhero stuff? Um, you know, the Marvel and DC licenses they have.
1: Yes, they had the Hulk from Avengers. Obviously, they had a video playing on their main display. Um, that would play off like one of the little Avengers video promos that they've had, and then they had a. Um, Another display for DC Universe that had Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman featured on it in their Lego forms. All right, did you
0: see any of the sets they announced for that? Because I think well, there was um, a Batman one based on the Dark yes. Knight Rises. And um, on the Marvel side, I think it was, what, the The Daily Planet or Daily yes. Bugle? Yes, I did Daily Bugle, see both of them and
1: got, got pictures of both of them. Got pictures of, like, the set that they had featured each day.
0: Mm-hmm. So since you are there, why don't you give us some of your thoughts on the sets themselves? Let's start with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What are your thoughts on that license and, and the set based on what you've seen?
1: I'll be honest and I'm sure a few people are going to smack me for this. I've never really been into to, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's um, your loss. <laughs> <laughs> but the set itself looked pretty cool and it looked like it had some pink and stuff in that. It looked like it had a lot of really cool and unique pieces and it might be one that I might end up actually picking up just for some of the pieces itself.
0: Yeah, I know, um, you know, looking at some of the fan reactions, there's a lot of olive green, uh, which is a much sought after color. And uh, I think a lot of fans will be happy to see more of that. Um, I think the, the turtles figures are pretty great. I mean, I think they capture them just kind of almost perfectly like, just, you know, the the faces and the shells and the weapons.
1: The shell is definitely pretty cool. It's definitely a um, really neat new piece. Yeah,
0: and, and for uh, Nintendo fans like you, I'm sure you can think of plenty of uses for that.
1: Oh, I'm definitely going to make a few Koopas here.
0: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm sure some customizers will get their hands on it and put some spikes on it, and then, you know, we'll have Bowser and stuff, too. So that's, it's uh, going to be a cool piece, and, um, you know, the... Turtle heads themselves, I don't see a lot of use, but I'm sure fans will find some use for them. And just, I don't know, in general, I think it seems seems like a really awesome license I'm looking forward to. I've not Definitely. watched the new the new series, so I don't know quite how different it is. You know, I'm a Neither classic, I, honestly <laughs> late 80s, early 90s animated series guy, because um, I'm old like that. <laughs> but I was, I was a huge fan back in the day. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. Um. So, how about the Hobbit set? What, which ones of those did you see, and what did you um, think?
1: Which set was it that they announced for the Hobbit?
0: Um. Well, I don't think. Well, they they had a, a few that they announced. There was, I think, they announced okay. pretty much the whole wave. There was like the Riddles in the Dark one. Um, okay, there was yes. the, the Goblin Hobbit, Hobbit. Goblin King. Um. What else? There was one with uh, when they're in the um Elven King's uh escaping from the Elven King's throne room in uh, Mirkwood. Um, and then one with the spiders,
1: I'll be honest, I didn't actually realize they were new at the time.
0: Yeah. The only one they had announced previously was the, uh, the bag end one, which was revealed at, um, San Diego comic-con.
1: Okay. Well, I apologize. I didn't get as many pictures of that as I should have too. (laughs) Ah,
0: let me down. This just means I need to really go to New York comic-con next year.
1: Clearly, I need to pay more attention to all of the Lego news. There you go. That's I must what not have been to reading to the BC Power front page.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I, I did post some stories about some of the stuff they announced. Um, so, I was what? a
1: little busy being there, you know, and yeah, no, stuff. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> when you're in the
0: midst of, of a big con like that, it can just get overwhelming. So, from what you did see of the Hobbit stuff, what do you remember?
1: Um, it looks pretty cool, actually. They've got the Minds of Moria set. That one definitely stuck out as being really neat. Definitely one of the larger sets. So it's definitely going to be pretty pricey. I like the Hobbit sets, I'll be honest. Why is but that? I like the pieces in them. And I definitely want some of those minifigs in it.
0: Yeah, it's... I think that's definitely going to be a big draw. I mean, especially all those dwarfs and like all the different beards and hats and uh, torso prints and faces. It's a lot of going to be unique minifigure There's elements.
1: There's a lot of really cool parts in the habit and Lord of the Rings sets in general.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm loving all the Lord of the Rings sets I've built so far. They're they're pretty great. So uh, how yeah, about the
1: chance? Uh... Yeah.
0: How about the um, Dark Knight Rises set? Which, which, what is it? It's like the Bat versus the Tumbler uh, with Bane in it.
1: It looks really cool. The It had Bane and Batman, of course. Um, it had the, I guess it's the new Batwing, I guess.
0: Yeah, I think they just call it like the Bat in the movie. Yeah. If I remember right.
1: Um, When I took pictures of that one, someone had managed to jostle the case until the Batman minifig had been knocked over.
0: Uh, we've seen the Batman minifig, though. It's you know, yeah. the same one we've had for years. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, the, the print's slightly different because it's based on the movie, but...
1: But um, I love the detail on Bane. He's just a really cool minifig.
0: Yeah, it looked like they did a really good job on him. I think there yeah, is a been, yeah. um, Commissioner Gordon fig, too.
1: Yes. um, I guess in the display... Bane is winning, seeing as both Commissioner Gordon and Batman are on the ground.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Apparently (laughs) Bane has, like, sonic powers to cause earthquakes.
1: (laughs) But the um, tan tumbler looks really neat.
0: Yeah, it looked like they did a pretty good job, considering the the small scale of it, at least. Uh, I know some people complain about it, but, you know, for, for the number of pieces used to make it, I think they did a good job.
1: It looks like a pretty decent set for the price. Um, I believe they announced the price on it. Yeah,
0: I don't remember offhand, but I probably guess you're looking at like sixty dollars or so.
1: Um, it's actually forty dollars.
0: Oh, really? Okay. Well, for yes. forty, it's a bargain then. Um, I might have been a little off on on the scale of what I thought it was then. So for forty dollars, yeah, definitely. I think that's a good. You get like those two two nice sized vehicles, some great minifigs. That seems like a, a pretty good deal in Lego terms. It does. Yeah, and so um, how about the Daily Planet or no, sorry, Daily Bugle? Keep getting that. Daily Bugle. Up. Yes. <laughs> sorry, all you comic book fans. I know Daily Planet is Superman.
1: Honestly, I follow
0: J. Jonah Jameson on Twitter. I should know this. <laughs> so the Daily Bugle. How how is that? Um, Looks like I had, again had like a lot of awesome minifigs.
1: Definitely the ones that they announced, I think the minifigs are the best part of all of them. Unfortunately, I'm not up to knowing who's all with it. Well, it definitely had Spider-Man. It
0: definitely had J. Jenner Jameson. And I think um, Doctor Doom was the main antagonist in there.
1: Okay, um, I can't tell who it is from the minifigs, honestly.
0: Yeah, it might have had Venom too. I don't remember the rest, but uh, the Jeez. Doctor Doom minifig, I'm, I'm excited for. That seemed like a pretty cool, pretty cool minifig. It's, it's interesting that, like, I don't know, uh, 10 years ago, you know, minifigs were, were just, you know, what what you got in Lego sets. You know, they weren't that unique. They're all yellow and stuff. Um, there were some unique prints and stuff, but um, they weren't anything, like, super collectible. But yeah. I think, um, you know, since Star Wars really started Star Wars. taking off, they just... Kind of got huge, you know. Like, let's immortalize these characters as minifigs and, and all that stuff.
1: I think Star Wars is probably the first big push towards making all of these awesome minifigs. But,
0: but I mean, really even come if, a long way. Yeah, because especially if you look at like even the early Star Wars sets, there are some that still had like yellow smiley face minifigures. So <laughs> <generic> <laughs> nowadays, yeah, na- nowadays you don't see that anywhere. So I mean, it's they've come a long way. Um, I remember uh, getting the um the original um like landspeeder and um Anakin's pod racer where they're still, you know, yellow minifigs before they started doing yep. flesh tones.
1: Um, I remember that. I have some of those ones too. Yeah, but and if like,
0: you like compare those, like ignoring the the you know, the flesh tone thing, if you just compare the details on the minifigs but from then to now, it's it's crazy how much detail the the minifig designers have put into uh, those characters and yep. I definitely see why people want to collect them so anyway we we're talking about Comic Con <laughs> um, um, so what other Lego stuff was there that you wanna, wanted to bring up?
1: One of the other booths um, I'm sure some of you have seen The Nerdist with um, Chris Hardwick talking about all the nerdy stuff that we all love um, they are big fans of Lego over there and they had Chris Hardwick made out of Lego sitting on a couch
0: that sounds pretty awesome. Do you know uh, who made the the sculpture of um, them?
1: It was.
0: Was it Nathan Sawaya?
1: Yes, it was. I'm
0: good. Was good. What can I say?
1: <laughs> <laughs> who else would it be?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, he's pretty much. He has a, a pretty good lock on that, especially since I think he's uh, based out of the the New York City area. So.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh,
0: what else was was there to uh, to bring up?
1: Um, one of the things that they had there was. Every day they had a drawing for a minifig. Um, It was an exclusive Ninja Turtles minifig with a New York Comic-Con skateboard. It was one of the Ninja Turtles in all black. And one of the BZ Power members here, Disky, actually managed to win one. So we did manage to get some nice, good pictures of that, at least for you guys. Nice. Yeah, the, the skateboard looked really
0: cool with the custom decal on there.
1: Yep, I was joking with Jim Fools though because, um, Lego did the same thing that Square Enix did to me last year, where my ticket that I had was off by one number.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, man.
1: So clearly Comic Con does not want me to win stuff.
0: No. Too bad, but uh, at, least, at least Disky won. Uh, that's cool. And I hope, uh, hope the minifig is pretty awesome. And I heard they had, um, uh, another minifig, but you, that was a bit more involved to get. Apparently you had to show up at the Lego store in uh, New York dressed up as a Ninja Turtles character, and you could uh, get, uh, what was it, the Cyborg Krang minifigure.
1: I heard something about that, but I didn't go that over that way, so...
0: Yeah, from uh, from the Javits Center to, to Rockefeller is a decent hike, and uh, you probably missed out a lot on a. Missed out on a lot of Comic Con in order to do that.
1: Yeah, that wasn't gonna happen.
0: <laughs> so, what was there? Uh, was there any other Lego stuff
1: uh, to bring up? That was all of the big stuff. Like I said, you'll get to see plenty of pictures in the article that should be up by now. Any other I highlights don't. of the the show for you? It was busy all over, um, as I'm sure you know, and anyone who's read my blog, I got the awesome cat ears for hundred dollars that go based on brainwaves.
0: <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous. I'm sorry. I still, still think it's crazy.
1: That was my Comic-Con budget, so I didn't get any Lego. <laughs> well,
0: I hope the cat ears were worth it.
1: Oh, they are. They <laughs> are. <laughs> um, but you could play all the greatest new games, you know, they had Assassin's Creed, um, the new one, um, Halo, the Nintendo Wii U coming out in next month. Um, Lego even had the Lego Lord of the Rings. I didn't play that one because it's gonna be like all the other Lego games. Don't really need to play it to know how it's gonna feel. Oh,
0: but it's gonna have voiceovers.
1: <laughs> yeah, but so did the Lego um, Batman DC too, one, right? Yeah.
0: yeah, it's okay. I uh, I preordered that one because I wanted the uh, exclusive Elrond minifigures. So uh, <laughs> we, all, I'm sure I'll find someone to talk about that with on a future episode of the cast perhaps. Hopefully.
1: And- Anyway, um, anything else that stood out? You can see some of the pictures on my blog, and I know, um, TMD was there. Um, Tom, a true defender, one of the other bloggies. And I know he posted a few little pictures and stuff that he had.
0: Yeah, I know he went, uh, dressed up, uh, in a costume from, uh, uh, what was the game? Uncharted, I think. Yes. Um, what about you, dude? You, uh, Dress up again this year?
1: I was dressed up as Neku from The World Ends With You. So I had some orange and spiky hair.
0: Any pictures of that? I don't don't remember seeing any.
1: It's in my blog in the cosplay one.
0: Okay, I must have missed that.
1: You should read my blog more. I thought
0: I'm. I think I'm subscribed. Maybe I just uh, missed that. Anyway, we'll, well,
1: I'll check that out
0: later. And uh, everyone who's listening can go check out your blog too and see uh, more of the pictures if uh, they didn't make it to the front page. Uh, any other highlights? Anything else you want to talk about for Comic-Con?
1: Um, you should all come next year. Um, we had a little bit of a meet-up here with mainly Disky. Um, <laughs> our one BZ Power member. Um, Hopefully next year we'll see how Lego does. Hopefully they'll come back again and hopefully some of you guys can come and meet up at Comic-Con 2013.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about going this year, um, but I didn't realize that Lego is going to have such a huge presence. So I didn't work that hard to to fit into my schedule. Um, But next year now I'm going to consider it a lot more um, after I saw what they did this year and it'll be... Unfortunately, uh, I didn't
1: know Lego was going to have such a huge presence until like the day before Comic-Con.
0: Yeah, yeah there's like a bunch of press and stuff that came out right right before that. Um, they really held that close to their chest, yeah.
1: Pushed harder for maybe even a larger BZP presence here, you know?
0: Yeah, no, seriously, Lego. You got to let us know about this stuff if you want us to show up and, uh, you know, represent.
1: Lego booth was a lot of fun, and just Comic-Con in general was a lot of fun there. It's a lot of walking. I'll warn you guys ahead of time. You'll be tired by the end of day one.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm well familiar with that from uh, some of the other conventions and stuff I've been to. Um, definitely not like a Lego convention, though. I think we can say that for sure. It's you know-
1: a completely <laughs> different type of convention.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's a lot. More high paced. I mean, a Lego convention usually you have a couple days where it's just the AFOLs, you know, hanging out, playing, playing with uh, Lego bricks and stuff, setting up their mocks. Uh, whereas at a convention, you know, like Comic Con, it's vendors and stuff like that showing off everything. You know, playing video games and uh, panels for movies and TV shows and and all that other kind of stuff and. You know, you just you really have to plan every day, like down to the minute, if you want to get in as much stuff as, as you want.
1: And even then, I'll just say it right now it is impossible to see everything.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, we for sure. We were there
1: all four days, and we have not seen everything. It is impossible <laughs> to try to go to panels and explore the entire show floor in four days, I'll be honest. But it's still so much fun.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's definitely worth it to, to go to a convention like that. Um, I'd say probably New York Comic Con is is better than San Diego because it's not quite as big yet. And so it's it's a little easier to, to see the stuff you want and uh, the lines and things aren't uh, as crazy.
1: It's hard to say whether or not it's quite as big. Um, one of the things I saw were people who were complaining about San Diego Comic Con for not having enough comics, which New York Comic Con did have. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I guess, you know, they're, I think San Diego Comic-Con has become so mainstream that it's a it's loss of some of the comic focus that uh, New York Comic-Con still hung on to.
1: Honestly, everyone has comics. Um, went randomly by the Craftsman booth because apparently they're at Comic-Con.
0: Like Craftsman Tools?
1: Yes, and they had a comic.
0: <laughs> okay, then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> With like um the Justice League, actually.
0: Interesting. I was gonna say Tim the Toolman Taylor, but <laughs> <So> <laughs> that it's
1: have been like Benford Tools. Everyone's got comics here. Wow. And you get so much free stuff. I've got like two shirts from Comic-Con that were both free. And you get so many free posters, comics. You can even get some stuff signed for free. Mm-hmm. It's there's a lot of free stuff. Play video games, you get free stuff. So there's just a lot of free stuff at Comic-Con. It's fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of swag to, to pick up, so that's definitely worth it. All right, well, thanks a lot for, for talking about it. Uh, I'm glad you had a great time. I'm sad I couldn't be there. And hopefully next year there will be uh, more of us uh, there and we can have uh, some stronger BZ power presence.
1: I'm counting on seeing you there next year.
0: Well, I, let's let's not make any promises. I've got a lot of other stuff planned, so we'll see. Um, but thanks again, Joe, and I'll be talking to you.
1: You're welcome. See you guys later.
0: Okay, so with me now is Global Moderator Holly Husky for this month's staff interview. How's it going, Becca?
2: It's going
0: awful. Awful? Why is that? It's awful. No
2: reason. It's raining.
0: Well, doesn't that always happen in the Pacific Northwest, though?
2: Uh, yes.
0: <laughs> and that makes me glad I don't live there. Oh, whatever. Hey, it was like nice and upper seventies today, so take that. What? Yeah. What?
2: what? Yeah, what? it's That's October. Like 40 degrees
0: here. It's great.
2: Mm. So
0: the East Coast is better. Anyway. We're here for an interview, not to talk about why the East Coast is better.
2: The weather!
0: <laughs> yes, those are all secret questions that you've already answered that you didn't even oh. know about.
2: Oh, man.
0: But we'll start with the uh, the members submitted questions. So you had uh, a whole bunch, so many we couldn't fit them all in to this segment. Um, yeah. But I think uh, you're going to be answering the rest of those on your blog, so people can check that out and go uh, see the ones that we missed.
2: Yes, continue looking at my blog, because I can't tell you guys to look at my blog enough. Look at it.
0: <laughs> blog, blog, blog. All right, so first up, Paleo asks, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream?
2: My favorite flavor is, seriously, probably the Moose Tracks, because there's so much chocolate and peanut butter like hidden in it.
0: That is a great combination. I, I can't dis- disagree with that. Oh, No. All right, so next up, Sumiki asks, You are given a choice between two possible scenarios. In the first, nothing in your life changes, save for your dreams, which involve farm animals, macadamia nuts, flying calculators, and demented raspberries. In the second, half the things you own turn into fezes. Which one do you pick? Janice is exempt from the fez transmutation.
2: I like how you said no farm animals, and there was farm animals anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I'm going to ban Sumiki after this, don't worry.
2: (laughs) Good job, keep up that rep. Um, (laughs) I would probably choose the dreams, because it's honestly not as bad as the dreams that I have already. (laughs) You must have some really
0: weird dreams.
2: Oh my gosh. Like, even flying calculators is better. And, like, calculators are good, because they make math class better.
0: Right, they make it easier.
2: Mm -hmm. I don't know about the farm
3: animals, though.
0: (laughs) Oh, well. All right. So next up, uh, Lego's very own Kevin Hinkle asks, what is your favorite color in the Lego palette and why? What is your least favorite? You can choose from any color ever produced. That's a lot of colors.
2: It was a lot of colors. (laughs) I also forgot to look for my least favorite.
0: Ah." Shame. You'll have to make one up on the spot.
2: My least favorite is probably the yellow because it's everywhere.
0: What about your favorite?
2: My favorite is either the speckled dark blue gray silver because it's like, oh my gosh, if I was that color,
0: I'd be so confused.
2: <laughs> like, who am I? Or the light salmon because it's like light salmon, like diet salmon, like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Half the calories.
2: Like, what does that even mean? As
0: opposed to dark salmon.
2: Or medium salmon. Right. Moderate salmon.
0: <laughs> or pale salmon, I guess, maybe. Bold salmon. Who knows? Bold salmon. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a, uh, a Lego color palette <laughs> keeper, so I don't know the real answers to these questions.
2: Dude, I didn't even know that like they had an official color palette, but I guess they do.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then there's um, you know the unofficial palettes where the fans have given them their own names just to confuse you gosh yes it's it's very serious business lego colors but i Uh, think the right answer to that question was your favorite is old gray and your least favorite is new gray because everyone knows that old gray is better than new gray shut up hear that kevin
2: (laughs) are the old gray trains coming back anytime soon (laughs) the monorails
0: or whatever (laughs) yes but the tracks will only be in new gray. So take that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So eyebrow Voltex asks, how many more of those comics can we expect to hear? And for those of you who aren't aware, he's talking about the, um, comics that you and Janice have been, uh, reading and doing, I guess kind of like a radio play of. Yes. So at the time of this recording, you've, uh, almost released two.
2: We have, We have one that's up in works. Um, We actually did one last week and I just got home the other day and started editing it and it was all fine. I was like, oh, this is so funny. It's amazing. We were so good. It was like a one in the morning and we did it. And um, then this morning somebody's like, it's not working. And I looked at it and nope, it just kept playing Rob over and over. Bionicle comic two, Bionicle comic two, and then the fancy music in the background. I don't
0: know what happened.
2: So we have to do the whole thing again because it, like, corrupted everything.
0: That is a shame. But So how many more are you planning to do? Are you planning on doing all of them?
2: We're planning on doing all of them. I don't know how many there are. I can't promise all of them because we might lose interest in it or run out of voices. (laughs) (laughs) We already have some friends who are like, please let us do it, too.
0: That's pretty cool. Yeah, you can bring in some uh, guest actors.
2: Yeah, we're thinking about doing it. We've already got some people for the Balrog.
0: Nice. Very Nice. All right. Uh, next question is from Roeblin who asks, what is the best webcomic ever?
2: Well, like, I should probably say BZP Stuck so Ray doesn't get mad at me. But I also really love Lackadaisy. I love all the murder. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Ray uh, will be happy to hear that. Alright, yeah. <laughs> next next question is from Spinjitsu Master, and they ask, if Bionicle would, were to return, would you want Lego to get rid of Hero Factory or keep them both?
2: It uh, implies that I like buy the sets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, like the last set I bought was Rudaka. Oh no, wait, it was the Caxiom. Um, that happened. I think they should merge Bionicle and Hero Factory together. Like, Montanui is the CEO of this Toa factory, and Makuta is, like, a jealous assistant who never gets promoted. And meanwhile, the Toa are really confused and wrestling with their emotions while they're doing their jobs because they don't have parents. They were made in a factory, and it's, like, some big reveal later on, like, ten years later or something.
0: That sounds like it would make for an awesome TV series to go along with the sets.
2: I think kids would love that.
0: Oh, for sure. I mean, it would help them, like, learn about emotions and feelings and growing in development, coming to terms could. with who they are. <laughs> Hear that, Kevin? We got we got gold right here.
2: <laughs> yeah, Kevin, jump on it. You can claim it as your own idea, even. I don't even care.
0: All right, look at that. Free rights. Free rights. <laughs>
2: free rights. Right. I hope it doesn't come back to life. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. Just wait till the 2014 product line gets revealed.
2: Mm-hmm. That would be awful.
0: <laughs> all right. So uh, I am Nana d- dude asks, <laughs> are you now or have you ever been a sponge?
2: I spent a few brief months as a sponge, but it just wasn't for me. No.
0: no. Too too absorbent.
2: Yeah. You like felt too- bloated all the time. Yeah. And then I kept getting thrown away after a couple of weeks.
0: That's too bad. Why would anyone want to discard such a great global moderator as yourself? You do such a good job.
2: As a sponge.
0: <laughs> That's kind of what global moderators do. You know, you clean up everywhere on the forums.
2: That is true.
0: <laughs> there we go. Uh,
2: my life is a sponge. <laughs> Ugh. All
0: right. So XCCJ has a few questions for you. His first is why are Canadians so awesome?
2: Because they put maple leaves and U's everywhere. Everywhere. There's a U after every O.
0: There's not a U after the O in awesome.
2: That's what you think. <laughs> no. Wow,
0: I guess they really got carried away with that British spelling thing.
2: My favorite part is how Rob will type something in ms word and every single word where he types the ou it says it's wrong
0: yeah see some of our non even our non-canadian uh, staff members have that habit and so i go to edit their reviews and stuff to post on the front page and it's right. like spelling error spelling error especially since like we use color all the time and they keep putting uh, these U's in them i'm tempted sometimes to go remove them all but then i know i'll get yelled at by it. By mainly Pat, but there's a couple of people. You're not
2: being elitist enough.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's exactly what Pat sounds like. (laughs)
2: Uh, Sorry, Pat.
0: (laughs) Anyway, Jason also asks, uh, what is your favorite Lego convention?
2: Right now, I still really love Bricks Cascade because they let me drive my car in the convention sitter, and I've never done something like that before.
0: (laughs) The tires were squealing,
2: and I was like, I'm inside, move people!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Beep, beep, get out of my way, I'm Becca.
2: I I know. I was like, I could drive to the bathroom if I wanted to.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you'd have fit through the door. Aw. I know, it's too bad.
2: That'd be fun. All
0: right, anyway, his last question is, uh, what's it like hosting library contests?
2: Well, it's like what I hear motherhood is like, where you lose most of your hair, but when you see their happy, smiling, dirty faces, you know it's all worth it, until they start complaining and you have to send them to their rooms. So
0: That sounds a lot like BC power in general.
2: That's kind of BC power in general. <laughs> <laughs> We're practicing for parenting. Only now most of us probably won't want to be parents.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I definitely would not trust myself raising a, a kid at this point in my life.
2: <laughs> oh, it's children. <laughs>
0: anyway, <laughs> moving right along. Yeah. Portal Fig asks, what question should I have sent you?
2: Well, obviously, you should have asked me, which is better, cats or dogs? It's cats.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. You're welcome. I'm glad glad we all know the right answer to that.
2: Yes, it's cats.
0: All right. Toa Smoke Monster asks, what is your favorite thing to do on BZ Power?
2: I love logging on and logging off.
0: (laughs) Just that simple, simple act.
2: Actually, I really like it when everyone is happy and loving each other. And there aren't any reports about how people hate each other.
0: It's always nice to to log on and see that little report number be zero.
2: Yeah, like there's nothing there. And it's like, it's so beautiful.
0: (laughs) Becca thinks you're all beautiful.
2: Everyone is beautiful.
0: Okay. Uh, Let's see. Nukaya has some questions. All right, I'm gonna see if I can read them as she typed them. Oh my gosh. On the scale of cat to boomerang, how happy are you right now? Wallaby. Okay. Is Toa Carcat your favorite Toa as well? Notice that's favorite with a U.
2: Oh, I see that. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> well, Toa Carcat is my favorite everything, Sailor Carcat you know, king okay. car cat.
0: <laughs> I wasn't aware that all of these car cats existed.
2: There are so many car cats.
0: I, I am so behind on that, so I don't even know.
2: That's okay. That's
0: okay. Anyway, how is your downstairs neighbor doing?
2: Well, I haven't heard her coughing or smelled her smoking for a long time, so I think she might actually be dead or something.
0: <laughs> I had a roommate like that once. <laughs> <laughs> he just didn't leave his room for like a couple days I'm like is he dead dead? (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to go check yeah I'm like you know our our whole thing was leaving each other alone so I don't want to knock on his door or anything
2: yeah ooh
0: scary (laughs) All right, Madison's next question cheer wine or cheer wine
2: cheer wine chocolate cake
0: interesting I was not aware that combination existed
2: Dude, remember how I made one at Brick Fair? Oh, something.
0: Oh, that was probably one of those cakes I didn't get to eat.
2: Oh, that's right. I owe you cake.
0: Actually, <laughs> have to come to Brick Fair 2013.
2: I'll bring cake. Sweet.
0: <laughs> you and Pat and Madison can make awesome cakes and cupcakes and everything.
2: I saw they made those cupcakes are so awesome. They
0: made yeah, the rainbow cupcakes at Brick Fair this yeah, year. Yeah, 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 They're right. pretty pretty wonderful. Pretty mm-hmm. fabulous, and of course they were delicious.
2: Yeah, of course they were.
0: All right, still from Nukaya. When is the next time I can sleep in your living room?
2: Oh my gosh, Madison, you can sleep in my living room tonight if you want to, and if you could.
0: There you go. The door is always open.
2: Always open.
0: All right, and her last question: Where were you on December twenty third, nineteen ninety nine?
2: I was, I don't know, I was probably reading American Girl and whining about how my life sucks because my mom wouldn't buy pencils or pens for like three years.
0: (laughs) And getting ready for Christmas, I'd assume.
2: Oh, yeah, I guess there was Christmas then, too.
0: (laughs) December 23rd, yeah, usually, for for people who celebrate that.
2: I think it's supposed to be an important date of some sort, but I don't know what it is.
0: I, I could not tell you either. I mean, we're getting ready for the end of the world. You know, we're, we're what? X amount eight of days years. days away. Yeah. Well, no, everyone thought the world was going to end when we hit 2000. And, like, all the totally. computers and technology was going to, like, explode.
2: That's so true.
0: See, people, young members, like, you guys missed all that fun.
2: Yeah. People which, thought, which is scary. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Like, people are like, hey, I'm 10 years old and I love this song. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> what?
0: Yeah. Or, or even worse, I'm 10 years old and... I don't remember the nineties cause I wasn't born then.
2: <laughs> I love kids who are born in like 1998 and they're like, I'm a nineties kid. And I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, anyway, we also have uh, some questions from some guy named Janice. Ugh. Some really weird, weird questions. Um, he first asks, why did you marry Rob? I hear he's a butt.
2: I like how he capitalized the M in Mary.
0: Maybe he was like, like trying to use maybe. that as as the name, yeah, Mary. Maybe why why, why did, did you, you marry, marry Rob? Rob? Who's There's Mary things. Rob?
2: Mary Rob. <laughs> that's his new. Is name. that
0: your imaginary best friend?
2: That's my cat who died.
0: Oh, <gasps> I'm so sorry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I married Rob because he's a butt.
0: There you go, Rob. You have your answer now.
2: That's all I can figure.
0: <laughs> that's that's the only possible explanation for sure. Alright, his next question is when are you going to finish Super Secret Project X?
2: I will finish it when he stops to play noisy videos every minute that he's home. Like, we're watching Game Grumps right now all the time, constantly. Alright. It's good.
0: His next question is, do you know what I'm doing right now?
2: Rob is teaching class right now and I miss him.
0: Are you like a stalker or something?
2: No. (laughs) I don't know if he's really teaching class.
0: You just think he is. That's what Uh he wants you to think. Uh Uh-oh. He's really, you know, hanging out. He's going to the mall without me. Yes. You know, whatever it is that Canadians do at malls, going to like the food court and stuff and getting like uh, Tim Hortons, right? That's what you guys do. And like hanging out with beavers or something and some (laughs) moose, moosen and... And uh, chatting with some Mounties.
2: Okay. Yesterday, my sister asked if there was American Eagle in Canada, and I told her it was called Canadian Beaver. (laughs) (laughs) She she believed me.
0: You're the best sister.
2: I know, right? I mean, thank you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And anyway, Rob's last question is, why is Milton insane?
2: Because I wouldn't let him watch Hello Kitty today. Because I'm sick of hearing Hello Kitty's voice. So he watched Sagwa instead, and he's kind of mad.
0: Ah, and a bonus. Why do you call Milton Melvin and Melvin Milton?
2: <laughs> Shut up, Rob.
0: <laughs> I think that's the best answer we could possibly expect.
2: It's the best answer to every question.
0: <laughs> Rob is always wrong. That's, that's the answer.
2: Rob is always wrong. Or it's his fault. It's his, Yes, it's always Rob's fault. Rob's fault.
0: I'm glad he has come to accept that.
2: Me too. It's about time.
0: <laughs> I hear it's the key to any successful marriage. <laughs> it's
2: Rob's wrong all the time. And it's Rob's fault.
0: Yes, it doesn't matter what your names are, it's always someone else's fault. It's mm-hmm. Rob. Mm-hmm. Some mm-hmm. you know, if you know some guy named Rob, it's his fault. Anyway, <laughs> last question we have from Delicious Chocolate Milk. I could oh go gosh. for some delicious chocolate milk right now.
3: Ah, uh, yes.
0: What is it like living with Janice? Does he crack you up like every day?
2: Like every day. <laughs>
0: like every day?
2: Like every day? Well, he makes a lot of mess, but I taught him to put a towel down on the counter when he shaves and then pick it up and shake the hair out outside. So it's pretty good.
0: All right. So that, that's good. <laughs> that's the only thing you've managed to teach him since you guys got married?
2: I taught him to stop making sandwiches on the oven. I guess <laughs> the crumbs get everywhere. <laughs> And to take off his shoes when he gets in the house.
0: There you go. Got to yes. domesticize him. Yeah, I gotta domesticate. He makes Whatever the word pet. is, pet.
3: <laughs>
0: is he better a better pet than Milton and Melvin?
3: Um,
2: I have to say yes.
0: <laughs> so I guess you'll keep him, keep him around. I him.
2: guess, I guess so. I mean, like he, he, like he pays the bills. So
0: Oh there you go. Yeah, can't go wrong with that.
2: He is so useful <laughs> and he's tall and reaches everything
0: mm-hmm. sounds, sounds like some very good qualities yes uh, other than you know being a butt and always wrong
2: that is true
0: alright well that was the last of our questions uh, for today like I said at the beginning there's some others that we didn't have time to ask but uh, you can be sure to check out Holly Husky's blog for all those answers And, you know, you can always ask her questions, and I'm sure she'll be glad to answer anything you have to ask. And
2: I won't ban you because I'm not allowed
0: to. Yes, because otherwise, you know, you'd all be banned. Uh, Not just Sumiki. (laughs) I haven't forgotten about you, Sumiki.
2: (laughs) Sumiki's going down. All
0: right. Well, thanks so much, Becca, for coming on and uh, doing this.
2: Thank
0: you. No problem. All right, and I'll talk to you next time. So with me now are BZ Power Reporters XCCJ and Kakaru to talk about BrickCon 2012. How's it going, guys?
4: Pretty good. Pretty good.
0: So BrickCon took place in uh, Seattle uh, earlier this month, as it normally does. Uh, And you guys were both uh, in attendance. So want to give us a little overview about the the show and uh, high-level thoughts on it?
4: I don't know. It was it was bigger again this year. Um, And I know they've talked about space requirements in the past and they said next year we're going to have to move to a new venue. But Wayne revealed that the information was correct at the time he got it, but they decided not to use the space for a radio station or whatever. So it's going to be in the same place last year. So that was good news.
0: All right. And so it's always good to see uh, events getting bigger and uh, constantly up in the ante.
3: Yeah, oh, yeah, part of part of um, the theme for BrickCon this year was the it's the ten year anniversary uh, for the convention. So it's actually one of the longest running um, conventions in the country, and so they had um, at the beginning of one of the uh, ceremonies they had this kind of video showing off um, the various years, and it started out with like. Just a couple dozen people crammed into this one room with a couple little models on the tables, and then it's kind of grown to bigger and bigger rooms. and And when we first moved into the current Seattle Center Convention Area, it was fairly, fairly large and opened. And now we filled up all that room, so we need to go bigger.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure since um, Brickfest is defunct, it is the uh, the longest running one in the United States.
3: Yeah, it's been there for quite
0: a while. Yeah, I mean, the only one I could think of is Brick World, but I'm pretty sure that didn't start until quite a bit later. Um, so, yeah, congrats to them for, for the 10 years. Um, so, uh, who all was there uh, other than the two of you guys?
1: Oh, uh,
4: Jason, you have the list, Correct.
3: Yeah, we uh, actually did come up with a BC Power guest list, um, kind of copying what you guys do at Brick Fair and Brick's Cascade and Brick Fiesta and all that. Um, but it wasn't highly successful because we didn't have a pen to See, write.
0: I, I stole a pen from the hotel the first year okay. we had the guest book and taped it on a string to the binder so I would never lose it.
3: Yeah, so uh, ideas for the next year, I guess. <laughs> green thing.
4: Okay, who would have thought?
3: So some of the members we had were um, Roa McToa, who is, uh, who is always a big builder. Um, Kopaka Nui was also there, and he's been the longest Bionicle attendee of the BritCon. So um, he's, he's a regular. We also had um, the two Rileys from Canada, Milo Zaitolo and Latagi. Um, okay, we had this crazy guy named Kakaru who brought his uh, brother and sister along. We also had this crazy guy named XCCJ, don't know what he was doing there. Um, there was also um, Swart of bso one um, Kuji, uh, Kairu, and um, DV and Yukaya also stopped by on Sunday.
0: Sounds like a pretty good turnout. I mean, not quite as big as... Uh, the Brick Fair Virginia crew but still pretty impressive um,
3: oh and also Andrew uh, Velox uh, showed up alright just oh, so don't want to forget him
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm sure he'll come, uh, come in, remind you if you did so how many of these uh, events have you guys gone to BrickCon in particular
4: um, I've been going since 2009 and the only other event I've gone to is Brick's Cascade this year I believe what about um, you, Jason?
3: This is my third year as a fall attendee at BrickCon, um, and I've visited a couple times as as part of the public, and I've also been to Brick Fair and Brick Cascade.
0: All right. So, um, how what was the uh, the mock turnout like this year, and what were some of your highlights?
4: Um, there was a lot more, I think, compared to previous years. Some displays shrink i know the brothers brick collaborative display Reggie was I, th- I think a little bit bigger just because people knew it was there but they didn't advertise it um steampunk was significantly smaller and bionicle was large enough that we were incredibly cramped they just didn't give us enough room that's a
0: shame i know yeah. uh Todd at Brick Fairy usually does a pretty good job estimating and giving uh, Bionicle plenty of table space, usually so much so that we're afraid that we're not going to be able to fill it all.
3: Yeah, we yeah. have a um, both Nui and Roa are big, uh, bring a ton of Bionicle mocks with them so the last yeah. couple of years at BrickCon the Bionicle table has been crammed no matter how much space we get. Um, this year we had a little issue with Stephen Swart and I brought this um, Bionicle uh, Mata Nui system island, and it turns out we didn't have room to display it where we thought we were going to have. So it kind of got crammed between the bio- Bionicle section and the Technic section. So we, uh, we, we made people angry on both sides because we're like, hey, we're putting our island right here between yours, so move your stuff away. Um, <laughs> We we kind of helped Bionicle by allowing the them to put models all over our island this time.
0: Oh um, uh, yeah, give a a little more spread this, some stuff out, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't quite have that problem at Bricks Cascade where you guys also had the island on display. We're we're definitely I mean we we definitely had a lot of space for Bionicle stuff there, but um, we weren't short on space, I don't think.
3: Oh yeah, um, and I think part of the reason is as we mentioned earlier, um, we're the convention has just kind of grown into the space so even if they even if we wanted a lot more space for Bionicle um, there just wasn't room for it. Uh, Part of the reason is they had this uh, collaborative display right behind us where we would have usually put Bionicle and that was um, some really nice Greek and Roman and Egyptian uh, models Um, right behind the Bionicle display they had this massive uh, Mount Olympus display and th- those are new themes, so they ha- so they took up a lot of space this year that would have otherwise we would have been able to spread out into.
0: No, that's too bad, but hopefully, um, you know, the organizers of the event will will see you know just that there's still uh, a lot of people interested in Bonacle and bringing stuff in, and they'll make it work next year.
4: <laughs> what yeah, were some of uh,
0: the the highlights in the Bonacle section?
4: Well, um, someone finally brought in a mock that was larger than one of Rilla's, so uh, that was pretty significant. It was this big white dragon. Um, who was that? It was built by Phosphorus Toa.
3: And so, yeah, he. It was like Brienne usually makes. She had like two or three giant dragon models there, but his was still a good foot slar- foot larger than hers, and it also had this. Um, this mechanism that let it flap its wings. Although, uh, after, after a couple of hours, the motor seemed to be kind of tire out. With, uh, <laughs>
1: the pretty wings. That, wow. that's,
0: that's pretty impressive. I mean, Brian builds a lot of big stuff. And if this was a foot longer than some of hers, wow. That's a big props to him.
3: Oh yeah. And oh yeah. Definitely. We also had, um, Norbert had some of his stuff on the bionicle display. He does the big, um, Hero Factory cosplay costumes. So he had um, he, he had like the Alien Conquest Alien Klinger uh, head, and he had that. He made that out of Hero Factory parts, and it was large enough that he could put it on his head and walk around and entertain people.
0: Yeah, I think I've seen some pictures of that. That was uh, really cool and really well done. He's uh, he's done some great great uh, creations using the Hero Factory system. How about uh, outside of Barnacle? What were some of the highlights that caught your eye?
4: Um, what I personally liked was Catsy's um, ring world uh, halo display. Um, it was this big—I don't, I can't estimate—maybe five-five foot ring um, built entirely out of system, and it used the tolerances by attaching two by two plates together and he built the entire model around this system so it could bend in one massive ring and he had this laid out on the table got all the detail, all the landscaping inside and all the details on the outside it's really impressive.
0: What about you Jason?
3: The, The winner of the public and private best model on display was this giant Hogwarts castle that literally took up like three or four tables on the corner and it was it was five feet tall or something. It was massive. And if you actually looked at it, it had all sorts of details uh, covering all the various uh, books and movies. And it's like, it, it was just huge. And so people looking at it could spend hours just checking out all the cool little details of the model and then stand back and see just how giant it really is.
0: Yeah, I always wonder where people find the uh, time and money for creations like that.
3: Yeah, no kidding. Um, another cool display they had was the uh, was the dark side, or as they called it this year, the darker side, which is um, it's a tent booth that blocks out the main light, so it's for models that use um, black glow in the dark black light pieces or um, that have lights built in. So they had so a couple of uh, Lego elements that look really cool under a black light are trans-neon green and trans-neon orange pieces. So um, the, they had kind of built this giant display that just uses all these transparent uh, glow-in-the-dark pieces there that looked really cool. And uh, Bionicle got to represent, I, I built a couple of things using transparent orange and transparent blue that looked really cool. So a couple people like, hey look, that's Bionicle in the glowy dark section.
4: Yeah, I, I I feel like I should add a comment here about the dark side. Um, last year, the uh, the coordinator for that um gave free cookies to everyone who helped set up the display in the first place, because the dark side has cookies. Um, and, and this year he walked around with a bag of chocolates, and whenever he walked into a room, the first person to yell "dark side" at him got free chocolate. So. <laughs> So, so whenever someone saw him approaching the building, a big crowd would gather outside and they'd all yell at once as he came in. I got like three pieces of chocolate that way. That's a, a fun little
0: uh, thing to do, I guess, to to help build interest and awareness in the theme.
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Got a lot of people interested.
0: <laughs> all right. So uh, most of these fan events usually have uh, games and other activities. So were there some that uh, you guys participated in and how'd those go?
4: Um, we did the team speed build. I think a good portion of the Bionicle crowd, that was me, my sister, Jason, Andrew, my brother, and a couple of other guys. Um, and we did, uh, what did we do? We placed like fifth or something. The uh, We were building <laughs> the Ultimate Collector Series uh, Jetty Starfighter. And um, the uh, th- the guy coordinating the effort on our team actually told us to rip the instruction booklet in half and we got the pages mixed up. <laughs> so, yeah, and then we we completely fudged that up. Uh and then the entire model we built a large section off by one stud and we, we we didn't have time to disassemble it so we like mashed it together and um I don't know, kind of secured it in place with extra plates and we just made a royal mess of it.
0: That that's uh that's pretty pretty big failure, I guess, but it reminds yeah. me of um, at Brick Fair, Alabama, earlier this year, I did the speed build and it was the UCS uh, Imperial Shuttle, and um, there was only two teams, because it's a much smaller event, and our team, you know, we're, we're going ahead, and we're, we have a huge lead, and we get to the end, and we find, like, the, we have these four pieces left over, and we're like, there's no way these are spares and oh, they went like all the way on the inside in like where the, the gears and stuff are to control the wings. We're like, Oh no, you have to find oh, a way to no. get those. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. That was, that was interesting. But, um, uh, but hey, it was, that sounds like it was, it's always fun at least. You know, it's always crazy to like be try certain parts and like everyone's yelling over each other. So it's always fun, even if you don't win and you still oh, get to yeah. keep the set. Yeah. So
4: yeah, definitely. Oh, no. Yeah. You, you remember at a uh, at Cascade, I believe you you were on one of the team speed build. Right? Yes,
0: yeah, we were doing the Tower Bridge. I think we yeah. we were in like second place or so, second or third.
4: And uh, you, you remember the team that came in first, right?
0: Right, that was with your, That was your brother's team. Were we on that team too?
4: Uh, no, I wasn't. Okay. I don't think I signed up in time. But yeah, I remember the brother, brother was, was. So he comes into BrickCon. He's like, okay, I know things from my team. I know exactly how to win this. And the other guy. Just came in and spearheaded the effort, and Russell said the thing was, our team did not rip the instruction book. We all helped sort, we all helped find pieces, but we didn't do more than one section at a time. But then this guy just goes, "Hey, why don't we rip the instruction book? That sounds like a good idea."
0: See, every time I've done a speed build, we have ripped the instruction book, and it, but it, and it's usually worked out just fine for us. So. Yeah.
4: You know, I, if you don't confuse the pages, yeah,
0: you just have to make sure you rip it in the right spot and you do it carefully. And, right, um, but yeah, that's that's too bad. Um, what about other events that uh, were going on?
3: Well, the, there was the individual team speed speed build, and um, I think somebody on our group won that. Do you remember who that was, Micah? Uh,
4: gee, I don't know. You know, um, last year there's this pretty cool guy. He finished like uh, six minutes ahead of everyone else, and this year he got it like a minute ahead of it and then realized he had a couple of extra pieces, got a time check and still finishing first by three seconds. Um, some busy power member. I don't it, know.
3: That, I, I think he's a reporter named Kakaru. Oh, really? wow. oh, wow. wow. I, I
4: wish I had met him. He sounds like a great guy.
0: <laughs> At least he's a good builder. I don't know about great guy.
4: Yep. Uh, <laughs> he's a, he's uncool dude. If you know what I mean? <laughs>
0: So congratulations on that. What was the uh, set you're building?
4: Um, it was that little UFO abduction set. The one that has little spines in it that can grab the farmer and fly away with him.
0: Oh yeah, I, I built that. That was a fun little thing. I, I like the, the little spines in there that, yeah, you kind of push them on top of the farmer and it kind of grabs onto him.
4: So. Yeah, yeah. And um, I was building this and the, uh, the little ball joint supplied that you press down and makes it light up. Um, while I was building, I knocked this off the table. <laughs> And it rolled away under someone else's table inside their box. <laughs> so I spent a good minute of my entire build just looking for this stupid piece. Yeah, uh-huh. the
0: the light the light up function is cool too because of the spines. When the light comes down, it makes makes an X on on the floor. So, oh yeah. That. So, uh- <laughs> yeah. Alright, so so that was that. Anything else? Any other fun events that uh, you guys saw or participated?
3: Um, I, we got to uh, look, actually, I got to look over the uh, draft team. I know, uh, Micah, you were part of that too, just how they were splitting up all the all the, uh, pe- they got the um, Orc Forge set from Lord of the Rings, and they were splitting up all the pieces, going like, oh, I want this special shield with the handprint on it, and...
4: Yeah. Two guesses which lot went first. It starts
3: <laughs> with olive
4: and ends with cheese.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's the um, the tower bridge, right? When you uh, do a speed build for that and part that out, those cheese slips go fast.
3: Oh,
4: yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: And, and I, I've speed built that twice, so <laughs> I know.
3: Uh, we also had the um, Dirty Brickster, which is always a fun event to take place in. And it's kind of like a white elephant where everybody brings a set valued of about $10 or more and they go and put it they wrap it up and they put it in the center and then you go around and you can either go and unwrap one of the sets or you could steal a set that somebody else has already unwrapped and then you, there's like a limit to 3 steals per set before it gets locked in so like the so if like there's a very cool set it that can't keep getting stolen all the time so there's a little bit of strategy to steal this set There were a couple of instances where somebody there would be one set. Somebody would steal it from somebody else. They would go steal it from a third person. That third person would steal the original set, and then the 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 second person would steal from the first person. The first person would steal from the third person and lock the set down. (laughs) There was all sorts of crazy running arounds and that. Yeah, I think if that, you
0: really want to throw off one of those games, bring in a a Hero Factory set.
4: Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure oh. everyone will love that. I, oh. oh, shoot! Green. One guy came in with these like Nano blocks. I don't even know <laughs> what they are. Some Japanese knockoff brand little little bricks, and nobody nobody wanted those.
0: That's one of those ones where, like, all right, I'll go and wrap something, and you you end up with that, and yeah, you're, you're stuck with that. No one's stealing it from you. You're,
4: you're screwed the rest of the game. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, well please steal from doors. me. Don't you want this? Yeah, he had yeah. to come up with clever comments to try and sell it. He <laughs> nice. Uh,
0: I don't know. I I know uh, some events. Definitely brick fair. Uh, that probably would have gotten uh, you disqualified and thrown out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Oh. yeah, yeah, we're fairly, we're fairly okay with that at this convention, but of course, there is kind of a general guideline that you should you should not put in like a cheap set or anything and um, and you shouldn't it should be Lego. It should be something an adult would we'll want. What was funny with me is I got this um, old pirates set, well, not old like three years ago when the last pirate theme was out. And it was only like worth $6, but somebody bought it for $10 at the event. So they're like, okay, it's a $10 set. And then somebody, another gift package had two of those sets. And so those two sets were stolen from one guy. So I was holding my package out going like, he'll never want this. This is just one set. You should get something better. But he ended up taking my little set anyway. So I'm like, woohoo, I'm back in the game.
4: (laughs) Yeah, I think I walked away from that event with a package of like brick arms prototypes and Riley who was sitting next to me got away with a backpack full of old space parts and a complete 2001 golden mass collection
0: what wow that's, yeah, that's um, quite the haul
4: yeah Roa and, donated that to the dirty brickster and
3: ah ah so <laughs> oh, the, the the other Riley got a lego an official lego tie that everybody wanted and somehow he managed to steal it last and got to keep it
0: yeah sounds like uh, quit the fashion accessory so um, and it usually anytime you get that many uh, BZ power uh, members in a group there's uh, some fun stuff going on any other highlights from the event anything that you guys uh, did as a group that you want to talk about
4: um most of the time we do go out for lunch or dinner um not necessarily like a formal dinner um First off, we went to a subway downtown, um, the sandwich shop, not like monorail or anything. Um, we went down there, the, the thing's like a, I don't know, like a 10 foot by 10 foot shop. So there's like 12 of us crammed in there or so. Um, so we're all sitting in line waiting for our sandwiches and I pick up a little cup of creamer from the drinks and I'm playing with this and I'm looking at them. Oh, it's kind of squishy, squid, and I squeeze it so hard it, um, it explodes all over the shop. <laughs> Do they uh, throw you out? Um, no, they didn't because the guy behind the counter was the only one on duty and he went into the back for a second and he came back and he said, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, Jason did it. <laughs> yeah, at which point I ordered a macadamia nut cookie and left.
0: No, of course, of course, it yeah, was macadamia yeah, <laughs> nuts.
4: That, that's where that picture came from.
0: Well, uh, so there's no uh, trips to dentist office or anything like that this time?
4: No, no. We, uh, we couldn't find any. You no know, free toothbrushes. <laughs> That's
0: too bad.
3: Yeah, well, I guess um, we did have a fancy-ish, not so much a dinner, but a lunch. Um, so instead of having a fancy dinner, we had a fancy day. So like at Brick's Cascade, you guys showed up at the uh, beginning of the uh, Q&A session and you're all dressed up fancy-like. And everybody's like, hey, those medical people are really classy. So the, our schedule determined that we, we didn't have time to go back to our hotel rooms and change mm-hmm. and then head off for dinner or lunch. So, um, so we just decided to dress up early at the beginning of the day and just stay dressed up all day. So for for pretty much all day Saturday, uh, most of the Bionicle group was walking around in fancy dress-up clothes.
0: Nice. All right. Keeping it classy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm proud of you guys. That's uh, keeping the spirit alive at uh, Bionicle fans. You know, we're real AFOLs and we're classy, too.
4: Oh, yeah. And we, uh, we, we went down to the Old Spaghetti Factory, and that was about, I think it's about a mile's walk all the way down almost to the water line, I believe we went down there and that's actually a really nice place. Like if you're going to wear suits and ties, that is the place you want to eat dinner. Um, so I, I think we fit in really well there. And while we were waiting for a table, we just like sat around in the like lounge area and we just like posed on the chairs deep <laughs> in thoughts. Got a lot of pictures of that actually.
0: Very nice. All right. So uh, anything else that happened at the uh, convention that you guys want to talk about?
4: Uh Not a whole lot happened, I don't think, as far as events. most of the time we were just sitting around talking about Bionicle and BZ power things um well- like Jason mentioned um on Sunday during public exhibition um Pat and Madison showed up, and they got some really really nice pictures of the event and um uh we went over to the food cart and ate lunch with them, talked a little bit um that was about it really
0: yeah it's always good i mean just in general for these events you know you get to meet people that uh, you've been talking to online and you know in in a lot of cases you guys already know each other at this point but you get to hang out with these people who you only get to see a couple times a year so that's always fun and it's definitely worth it uh to to head out to one of these events um to do that kind of stuff and it was
3: uh, over way too quickly
0: yeah yeah it's always the worst part is you know before yeah. before you know it it's done
4: i i took um I'm going to college so I took a week off classes and work and um after I got back, week I got back was midterm. So my grades took kind of a big dip. And I just looked at that and I said, oh, it was worth it. <laughs> it was absolutely worth oh,
0: it. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. But yeah, no, that's I think things like that are definitely, definitely worth it. So yeah. Yeah. And it I've, can't I've, beat I've the memories.
4: Up now, so no worries.
0: Nice. So so uh, are you guys planning on going to uh, any events uh, next year? <sighs>
4: um. I'm really hoping to go to Cascade, but unfortunately that is beginning of March, and I don't think I can do that. Mm, just the weather's going to be really poor out here, I think. It's Brick Fair, isn't it?
0: Well, everyone should try to go to Brick Fair.
4: Well, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I've been planning, like, I wanted to go last year, but um, it, it was just more feasible to go to Cascade instead, and that was pretty cool.
0: What about you, Jason?
3: Um, I, I don't quite have plans made but I mean of course I would love to go to Brick Fair, Brick Cascade, BrickCon again and um, if I have time and money fly out to maybe some of these other conventions where there are other members who I know online but I haven't met yet or just go and hang out with the cool ones I have met but I mean it, it is kind of a pricey thing to go to the conventions that are away from home so it's always nice That's one reason why BrickCon is is fairly nice, because it is, at least for me and a couple other members, it's the local convention.
0: Right. Well, isn't, um, are you closer to to Brick's Cascade, though?
3: Yeah, technically I didn't leave home for Brick's Cascade. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Yeah,
0: that's the the best uh, situation where, you know, you don't even have to get a hotel or anything.
3: Oh, that was a lot
4: uh, of fun. Um, Probably don't get into a lot of detail here. I probably already covered that.
3: Yeah, the, the thing with Brick's Cascade is just that it, it didn't have quite the whole public attendance and uh, models displayed that BrickCon has. Right. So in the future, I hope we can get more people coming down to that, So because there is a whole lot of room to expand. It comes like three months before BrickCon, so there's plenty of time for all those people to just fly down to Portland and then show off all the models they did and hang out just as much. Because the more Lego conventions, the
0: better. Well, it's going to be a lot more than three months next year. Because, like Micah said, Brick, oh, right. Brick's it's Cascade is going to be, going in, be March. in March. Yeah. And then obviously, uh, BrickCon is is going to be October or so. Um, so, I think the next uh, big event coming up in the United States, at least, is going to be Brick Fair, Alabama, uh, which myself and uh, Watashiwa will be at. And uh, you know, then it's just going to pick up from there. I mean, every year, I think they add on more events. Um, so I don't know. I'm going to try to rattle some off. So like I said, Brick Fair, Alabama in uh, January, I think Brick's Cascade might be next up in March. Um, let's see. In May, there's going to be Brick Fair, New England. Um, June is what Brick Fet and Brick World, I think are both June. Uh, July is going to be Brick Fiesta. August do you have Brick Fair, Virginia, and then of course BrickCon again. Um, no. I think that's all the big ones. Uh and oh wait, Brick Magic was, is somewhere in there too in like May, there, April or something.
3: And there are a couple more uh Brick Worlds that are uh outside of Chicago and like Illinois and in Indiana that are right somewhere in the spring. So there's just it's just cool that there are more and more Lego conventions popping up. And yeah,
0: oh, and, up. and there's Bricks by the Bay. Completely yeah, forgot about that one. Yeah, Bricks
3: by the one. Bay in California. Yeah. That, that would be a
0: cool one to go to. Yeah, and so, I mean, the the only new one on that list is the Brick Fair New England event. Uh, going to be in Manchester, New Hampshire. But, um, you know, I've heard rumors of other ones in the Midwest, you know, in the uh, the Minneapolis area, uh, one in the Philadelphia area. So, you know, there's going to keep uh, keep on being more. So, if you're not really close to one of the ones we just mentioned, you know, keep your ears peeled because there might be one popping up in your backyard. And uh, for international members, you know, there's there's so many all over the globe. Um, you know, we're, we tend to be a bit U.S. Uh, centric, but um, there's, there's some in every country, uh, almost every country out there, definitely all over Europe, uh, Russia, Australia, Japan, Thailand, I mean, uh, Brazil, I know, does some. So they're they're all over there. So wherever you are, you should be able to find a LEGO event. And it's definitely worth it, um, even if there's not a lot of other BZ Power members there.
4: Oh, yeah. And uh, I, I feel like I should mention, before we wrap this up, um, one other thing that did happen at BrickCon. I went up to Kevin Hinkle. I asked for some kind of news tip I could use um, for the, the day before I had to... Come back from Britcon or whatever. Um, and all he could give me was that Bionicle won't necessarily be dead forever. There's a possibility of it coming back. I posted that as a news story, kind of as a joke, just because I told Kevin I would create a news story out of that. Um, I'm glad to see it sparked a lot of discussion, but it, I, I wasn't being entirely serious about that. Just... <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Andrew's going to fire me. All right.
0: Well, I'm glad we got that out of the way. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm glad you guys had a lot of fun. I hope everyone else who was able to attend it as well. And, um, you know, I hope next year they give uh, Bionicle the the space it deserves and uh, that Bionicle keeps having a great turnout at a lot of these events Uh, because they're always a lot of fun and Bionicle is not not dead as long as we keep uh, building it.
3: Yeah, I do know we're, um, like, our, our supposedly big Bionicle display this year was supposed to be the Motunui Island, which was kind of cool, but there were a couple of problems with it. So I do know we're planning a couple of larger projects for next year that will incorporate more Bionicle models and some of the giant um, system building techniques. So we're going to try to build something there that would hopefully catch the public's eye and bring them in and then they could also take a look at all the Tola models, and then probably there will be a couple more giant dragons flying around as well. So, all well, right. Hopefully, we'll have we'll have uh, we'll be able to justify our need of space.
0: <laughs> Excellent! You know, collaborative displays and and big projects like that are always awesome, and I hope that uh, you guys are able to pull that off. Uh, thanks both of you for uh, coming on the show, and I look forward to talking to you both in the future.
4: No problem. All right. Yeah. See you around. And that wraps
0: things up for this month's episode. Thank you all again for downloading. As per usual, if you have any questions, comments, or feedback, you can leave them in the talkback topic on the forums or send an email to powercast at bzpower.com. You can also, of course, leave a comment or give us a rating on iTunes. We appreciate uh, hearing back from everyone so we know how we can make the show better. So until next month, this is Black Six signing off.
3: Complaining. Arr, they took away our bionicle space. We want more bionicle space.
0: Nah, that's, that's what the Paracast is about. Rants and complaining. <laughs> sure now.
2: Yes.
0: i was so glad I already hit record. Oh my... <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Yep, every single time. I
2: it every time, too. Oh, Jesus.
0: <laughs> you never learn, Becca. That's what I love about you.
2: I'll never learn. I uh, well.